Thank you for listening to the podcast today. This episode was brought to you by Anchor. What is Anchor? Well, let me explain. Not only is it free, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. On top of that, Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and oh, so many more. But wait, there's more. Anchor has so much faith in you as a podcaster that they would love to be your first sponsor, even before your first subscriber. Download Anchor today from the iOS or Android store, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Remember, it's all you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, thank you for listening, and have a great day. To the town of Santa Fe, New Mexico, Alec Baldwin. One fine day, hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. Alec Baldwin. There among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. There was 40 feet between them when they stopped to make their play. And the swiftness of Alec Baldwin is still talked about today. 42-year-old director of photography, Helena Hutchins. And 48-year-old director, Joel Souza. Did not cleared leather for a bullet fairly ripped. And Alec Baldwin. His aim was deadly with the big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. It was over in a moment and the folks had gathered round. There before them lay the body of 42-year-old director of photography, Helena Hutchins, and 48-year-old director, Joel Souza. On the ground, oh, he might have went on living, but he made one fatal slip when he tried to match Alec Baldwin with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip, big iron, big iron. When he tried to match Alec Baldwin with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. So today we'll be talking about a story that's already made its rounds. It's already pretty well known. People know about it. People have talked about it. Alec Baldwin has shot and killed somebody on the movie set of a film called Rust in New Mexico. A woman was killed and a man was rushed to the hospital in critical condition. The one nice thing about me covering this story a little late is I actually have more details now than the people who initially reported on it. That being said, welcome to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Masson, and today we'll be talking about Alec Baldwin. first article comes from the Los Angeles Times. Headline is, Rust. Crew describes onset gun safety issues and misfires days before fatal shooting. This was published October 22nd, which is a day ago as of the time of this recording. October 22nd, 2021, by Meg James and Amy Kaufman. this in here. Let me know how the audio sounds. I, I have a new microphone and a new setup. 
the old one was having some technical issues, so I had to sit out for a few days and wait to get my stuff together. Uh, and recording, you know, my, my desktop itself is like 10 years old. No, it's a 2010. So it's almost 12 years old. So the microphone is very poor on it. Might as well record through a potato. Uh, my snowball started having issues. So I went and got a, a Yeti. A Yeti Blue instead. Uh, um, there might be some kinks in the the audio. Some clipping here or there. Uh, I, I'm going to get better with it. This has a lot more settings on it than any microphone I've ever owned before. But it was personally recommended to me by a bunch of people. And it seemed to be on the top of a lot of people's lists. So it's the one I went with. But alright. Let's get into the article. Hours before actor Alec Baldwin fatally shot a cinematographer on the new Mexico set of Rust. With a prop gun, a half dozen camera crew workers walked off the set to protest working conditions. The camera operators and their assistants were frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low-budget film, including complaints about long-term hours long commutes, and waiting for their paychecks, according to three people familiar with the matter who were not authorized to comment. Okay, well, I, usually I would say something like, I, I hate when you get people who are like, familiar with this, familiar with the thinking of that, sort of giving names, but they, if they're not authorized to comment, they probably have some NDA. Uh, has some N NDA pre-existing agreements to it. Safe. Safety protocol standards in the industry, including the gun inspections, were not strictly followed on the set on the set of Rust. Near Santa Fe, the sources said they said at least one of the camera operators complained last week to the production manager about the gun safety on set. Three members who were present at the Bonanza Creek Ranch set on Saturday said they were particularly concerned about two accidental prop gun discharges. Baldwin's stunt double accidentally fired two rounds Saturday after being told that the gun was, quote, cold. Lingo for a weapon that doesn't have any ammunition, including blanks. Two crew members who witnessed the episode told Los Angeles Times, quote, There should have been an investigation into what happened. A crew member said, quote, there were no safety meetings. There were no assurances that it wasn't going to happen again. All they wanted to do was rush, rush, rush. End of quote. A colleague who was also alarmed by the prop gun misfires that he was sorry. A colleague who was so alarmed by the prop gun misfires, he sent a text message to the unit production manager, quote, We've now had three accidental discharges. This is super unsafe, according to a copy of the message reviewed by the Times. Quote, the safety of our crew and cast is top priority of Rust production and everyone associated with the company. Rust Movie Production said in a statement, quote, Though we were not made aware of any official complaints concerning the weapon or prop safety on set, we will be conducting an internal review of the pr of the procedures while production is shut down. We will continue to to cooperate with Santa Fe authorities in their investigation and offer mental health services to the cast during this tragic time. You know, you would really think after what happened with Brandon Lee and 
to those who might not know, Brandon Lee is son of famed martial arts actor uh, Bruce Lee. Brandon Lee was filmed in a movie called The Crow when an on-set firearm, if I remember the story correctly, somebody grabbed like a security guard's firearm and placed, like they grabbed a, a real firearm by mistake, handed the actor the real firearm, and Brandon Lee was shot right through the chest and died. Uh, this is true, by the way. The scene in The Crow, where the crow gets shot, is actually the real take in which Brandon Lee was shot. It's not like they were able to redo the take, you know. You would think, because especially with, like, that being such a famous, prominent story, right? Like, that's such a big uh, event in movie history, Brandon Lee's death, that... Someone who's been a veteran for, like, 50 years in the acting world, like Alec Baldwin. Because the Baldwins are an acting dynasty predating Hollywood itself. Like, they were New York celebrities and Broadways and shit. Like, like they were, they're an acting dynasty. The Baldwins are, like, the acting Hollywood equivalent of the Kennedys. That puts it into perspective. Mafia connections and all. So you think somebody like Alec Baldwin, who, first off... Alec Baldwin is such a a tedious suffering gun grabber that you would think somebody who's so concerned about guns would have taken precautions that he would have picked up through his damn near whole life acting. But no. This happened. Alec Baldwin shot and killed a woman. Hmm. Uh, the thumbnail for this episode, I actually made myself. Uh, I, I feel like it per perfectly encapsulates the situation. But it seems to be a pattern, right? The people who are the most anti-gun tend to be the ones who have the biggest, most accidents with the guns. Because there's always, you know, people who actually are pro-Second Amendment who want responsibility and responsible gun owners, right? They're, they're calling for people to take responsibility for these actions. But it's the people on the left, and you've, I've already seen it, people on the left are running cover for Alec Baldwin right now. Why? Because he's a member of the cathedral. It's a shame. Uh, I'm not... I, I personally, you know, I got another couple articles to read to you guys today, but personally, I don't... Keep this in mind going forward. I don't think Alec Baldwin anticipated or expected any of this to happen. Right, and then one of the things we'll be reading here is that I saw somebody talking about... Uh, how, how they think, and this is like an opinion, this is some nobody. Someone thinks that uh, a, a Trump supporter snuck on the set to replace the prop gun with a real gun to make Al Baldwin look bad. That is the retardedest, dumbest fucking thing I've ever fucking, I've ever heard. Like, that's just the dumbest shit ever. But, let's get into this article again. The tragedy occurred Thursday afternoon during the filming of a gunfight that began in a church that is part of the old western town at the ranch. Baldwin's character was supposed to be was supposed to back out of the church according to production notes obtained by the Times. It was the twelfth day of the twenty first day shoot. Oh sorry, it was the twelfth day of the twenty one day shoot. I don't know why I read it like that. Cinematographer Haleana Hutchins was huddled around a monitor lining up her next camera shot 
when she was accidentally killed by the prop gun fired by Baldwin. The actor was preparing to film a scene in which he pulls the gun out of the holster, according to the sources close to the production. Crew members had already shouted cold gun on set. The filmmaking team was lining up its camera angles. They had yet to retreat to the video village. An on-set area where the crew gathered to watch the filming from a distance via monitor. Ah. Instead, the B camera operator was on a dolly with a monitor, checking out the potential shots. Hutchin was also looking at the monitor from over the operator's shoulders, as was the movie director Joel Souza, who was crouching just behind her. <laughs> Baldwin removed the gun from the holster once without incident, but the second time he did so, the ammunition flew towards the trio around the monitor. The projectile wizard by the the projectile whizzed by the camera operator, but penetrated Hutchins near her shoulder, then continued through Souza. Hutchins immediately fell to the ground as the crew members applied pressure to her wounds in an attempt to stop her bleeding. Hey, Alec Ball, you got any more quippy tweets about that lady who got killed in, uh, on January 6th? By getting shot in the head? You got any more uh, quips about that to post on Twitter, Mr. Baldwin? I'm just curious. I wonder if we'll ever hear anything more about gun safety from Alec Baldwin. This is tragic. I, I make light of it, you know. Humor is the best way that humans can cope with things. But Jesus fucking Christ. It's one of those situations, you know, where, where, where everything seems normal, it's standard fare, and then just something out of the ordinary happens. Alright, just some scary shit happens... One moment, everyone's, you know, going about their business, and the next moment, everyone's fucking mortified. You see it all the time. Maybe it's just me. I've seen that kind of shit a lot, where it's like one moment, you're just in there, and you're like, all right, all right, you know, we're going to do this again. Okay, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again, and then tragedy strikes, and it's like, stop everything. Stop the world. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. When I first heard the story, I got, I got giddy as hell. Because an episode I did a long time ago was all about the. I did an episode a long time ago on the hypocrisy of Hollywood actors and elites who are all against guns and, and talk about how people use guns are evil, yet play heroes who constantly save the day with firearms. But where was the onset armorer? The armorer. Well, how do you pronounce it? The armory guy on set? That's like a rule. You have to have that guy. I mean, there's the three laws of, of firearm safety. Treat it like it's loaded, finger off the trigger, never point it at somebody. As I was reading earlier, you, you saw that they had a thing where it said, you know, they're supposed to be watching this from a distance via a monitor. But everybody was on set. No one was, uh, no one was upholding, you know, on-set safety protocols at all. And Alec Baldwin is a veteran of, of this craft. You would think him, of all people, would be like, hey guys, everyone off the set, you know, I'm horrified at guns. I'm horrified. Yeah, I know this is supposed to be a fake gun, but I'm a big liberal pussy. I'm scared of firearms. Everyone offset. But no. Everyone was on set, breaking the protocols and the guidelines. Plus, they had this thing misfire multiple times in the past. So, I mean, at what point? You would think, right? Alec Baldwin hates guns. Horrified him, or at least he pretends to be 
you know, the same guy, he can only be so against guns as a guy who has private security that's heavily armed around him at all times. You know what I mean? So this thing is already misfired, right? You had a stun double put a whole, you know, fire the thing and it fucking damaged the set because it had a projectile come out of it. And then it happened a second time on this third one. What? Or they thinking third time's the charm? Well, fucking something happened the third time. A lady got fucking killed. She got her vibe checked across the set, man. So you would think by the third time, Alec Baldwin would be like, look, this thing has gone off. This thing could kill somebody. This could injure somebody. Uh, if we're going to use this prop, I want everyone offset. We need to do this razor straight. And I mean razor. But no. He probably didn't say shit. Why? Because he's the big draw. He's the big bucks. So for a guy who's so big about gun control... He really showed a lack of gun control. That's how it always goes with these people. <laughs> Back to the article. Last Friday, the Associate Press reported that Baldwin was handed a loaded weapon by an assistant director who indicated it was safe to use in the moment before the actor fired it. According to court records, the assistant director did not know the prop gun was loaded with live rounds. Oh my god. See, this is like my first reading of this, right? I I've seen people talk about it. Oh my god. Why was the prop gun loaded with live rounds? What the fuck? How does that happen? Oh my god. Where is the armor? Where is he? He's supposed to prop this bitch open and look at it, right? He's supposed to look at it and be like, oh, "This is loaded. Why is this loaded? These aren't these are these are not blank rounds. These are real fucking rounds." Oh my fucking sweet baby Jesus! Gun was loaded with live rounds, according to a search warrant filed in the Santa Fe County Court. How does that happen? The person charged, uh, in charge of oversight, overseeing the gun props, fine, let's find out about this guy, known as the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, I'll just call him Hannah Reed, because I'm Gutierrez, I think it's Gutierrez, could not be reached for comment. The 24-year-old is the daughter of veteran armorer Fel Reed, and had recently completed her first film as the head armor for the movie, quote, The Old Way, with Clint Howard. Oh, Clint Howard's still acting? And Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Dude, this is a bad look. Listen, lady, you're going to want to respond, Hannah. You're going to want to respond, right? How? I'm just so confused. I thought I had all these facts straight before going into it, but now I'm... I'm the director. Okay, so Joel Souza was was the director of the movie Rust, who got hospitalized. <laughs> he looks like if a Tim Burton drawing came to life. But my God, I I there's a timeline right where this lady fucked her job up, and Nick Cage was killed on set. Oh, I'm Nicholas Cage. Oh my God, I've been shot. 
I'm Nicholas Cage and I'm shot. Someone bring the Declaration of Independence to pad this wound with. Ah, 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 I'm Nicholas Cage. Earlier in the day, the camera crew arrived as expected at 6.30 a.m. That was an early day. And began gathering their gear and personal belongings to leave. One nodule crew member told the Times labor troubled labor troubles had been brewing for days on the dust set at the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe. The shooting began on October sixth, and members of the low budget film said they had been promised the per the production would pay for their hotel rooms in Santa Fe. Damn. They also, how much are they paying you? About $150 worth of exposure a second? But after filming began, the crews were told they instead would be required to make the 50-mile drive from Albuquerque each day. Albuquerque. Rather than stay overnight in a nearby Santa Fe. That wrangled crew member Oh, wrinkled crew members who worried that they might have an accident after spending 12 to 13 hours a day on set. Oh, in New Mexico, too. That's a, that's a heat risk. <laughs> Hutchins had been advocating for safer conditions for her team and was tearful when the camera crew left, said one crew member who was on set. Quote, she said, I feel like I'm going to lose my best friends, recalled one of the workers. Here's the thing, though, sweetheart. I I know it can happen. I, I've, I've made friends that I still talk to from different workplaces. But 95% of the people you work with, who you make jokes with, are not really your friends. They're just people you work with, and you get through the shift together, and then y'all don't exist to each other anymore after that. Or maybe I'm just cynical, and that's how I treat people. I don't know, I get to work, and I'm like, you guys are cool, I know your names, but outside of here, y'all don't exist. I mean, I'm just a shitty person. As the camera crew, members of the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage employees spent about an hour assembling their gear at the Bonanza Creek Ranch. Several non-union crew members showed up to replace them. See, I've said it before, man. Fuck the union. Those non-union workers will do it. Will show up to replace them. Two of the knowledgeable people said. One of the producers ordered the union members to leave the set and threatened to call security to remove them if they didn't leave voluntarily. Quote, corners were being cut, and they brought in non-union people so they could continue shooting, the then knowledgeable person said. Again, hey, Alec Baldwin, Mr. Big Democrat Union Guy, where were you? Oh, that's right. Shooting people in the face. The Santa Fe County Sheriff Office said... Deputies were dispatched to the Bonanza, the Bonanza, Bonanza Ranch. Oh, wait, is that like the one where they filmed Bonanza? Interesting. I know that was filmed in New Mexico, too. 
Anyway, we're dispatched to the Bonanza Creek Ranch movie set after calls to 911 at 1.50 p.m. Thursday. Baldwin was staring, was starring in the movie and was serving as one of the producers. No charges have been filed, but the sheriff's office said that, quote, witnesses continue to be interviewed by detectives. Baldwin said Friday that he was, quote, fully cooperating with the police investigation into the incident. Quote, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragedy, the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, a mother, a deeply admired colleague of ours. Baldwin run Friday. You've never met the woman before, Baldwin. I guarantee you, on this low-budget-ass movie, you and her have never met before. And you're garnering, you're doing everything you can to garner sympathy for a woman that you fucking killed. I'm cynical. Production has been halted on the movie indefinitely, as some sources have been saying lately. In an email to its members, Local 44 of the International Alliance of the Theatrical Stage Employees, who just call them politicians, a union <laughs> that represents prop masters. Look, the only prop master you need is Carrot Top. Or Gallagher. Gallagher's better. Said so the shot that killed Hutchinson and injured Sosa on Thursday was a, quote, live single round. Quote, as many of us have already heard, there was an accidental weapon discharge on the production of production titled Rust being filmed in New Mexico, said the North Hollywood-based local. Quote, a live, a live single round was accidentally fired on the set by the principal actor hitting both the director and photographer. Local 600 member, Hiliana Hutchins, I really hope I'm saying her name, Hiliana is the only way I can guess pronounced, and director Joel Souza. Both were rushed to the hospital, the email said. The New Mexico-based crew was reportedly by a different, was represented by a different local. <laughs> a source close to the union said Local 44 does not know what projectile was in the gun, but clarified that, quote, live is an industry term that refers to a gun loaded with some material such as a blank ready, to, ready for filming. Bonanza Creek Ranch has been a popular filming location for more than 60 years. Really? Okay. The first movie to film there was, quote, The Man from La Maine, starring Jimmy Stewart. It also was a set for the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, a popular TV show, and popular TV show, Longmere. Dude, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's a great musical. Uh, Actually, the... My brother and me watched it, and he fast-forwarded it through one that became my favorite on that. It's an anthology, like, country-western based off, like, a... It's a the Battle of Buster Scruggs is, like, a real book that exists, but it's, like, a collection of short stories. And they turn into this great Netflix movie that lost best makeup to Suicide Squad. Bothers the shit out of me that happened, too. But, uh, yeah, you follow this... Like, like, like the first one's probably the best one, or at least the first one's the one that everybody fucking knows. Right? Like, 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 that's the one that everybody knows, you know. You got uh, Buster Scruggs, and he gets shot by the guy playing the harmonica. Everyone knows that one. But the guy, it's the one with uh, Liam Neeson, 
and he's like a he's like a wannabe carny and he's got this kid who has like no arms and no legs and he tells the story of I, I met a man from an antique land and he had with him uh you you know how that shit goes. Going through the six of my woes. Uh, that's probably my favorite one. And then he like kills him and gets like a, a chicken who can do math instead. It's, it's a dark story. Though also the one with the coal miner. He's up in the mountains and like that guy tries to steal his his find. That's a good one too. There's a lot of pretty much the whole movie is really good. No, 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 no. The bank robber ones has has my favorite of bu the Buster Scruggs movie. That's where the uh, first time meme comes out, where the guy with the rope on his neck is like first time. Yeah, that's where that comes out of. That's it's a great movie. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked here. One of the financiers for Rust is Santa Monica-based lender uh, Bondit Media Capital, founded in 2013 by Matthew Helderman and Luke Taylor. According to its website, Bondit finance, finances movies through... Ugh, sorry. Through instruments, including gap loans... Bridge loans and tax credit financing. The company has primarily financed low-budget movies, including Bruce Willis's Bruce Willis action flick *Hard Kill* and Charlotte Kirk horror flick *The Reckoning*, and the up-and-coming Robert De Niro film *Wash Me in the River*, directed by Randall Elman. Yeah, all these actors have one thing in common: they were badasses and then became big old wuss pusses. <laughs> Bonded was particularly active during the COVID-19 pandemic, stepping in to fill financial gaps as independent producers struggled to find backing and backers for films during the public health crisis. This article comes to an end, and again, it was written by Meg James and Amy Kaufman. The headline is, Rust Crew Describes Onset Gun Safety Issues and Misfires Day Before Fatal Shooting. But we have another article to get to. But before we go into the next article, which is going to be from the New York Times, and I want to give a thank you to archive.ph and a couple people. Uh, one of my commenters brought to my attention because they heard me complain that, you know, I, I want to read these articles from good sources. All these good sources are not saying, like, oh, you've read X amount of articles this year, you know, pay to read more. Uh, someone actually pointed out archive.ph to me. And I appreciate that. And then I found out that Sticks Hexenhammer 666 always links to the archive. Uh, and, and I've used the archive before. It's just, it's usually like I'll watch a, a topic or I'll watch him talk about a topic and I'll click it. It never really dawns on me to actually use it, you know, like a fucking archive because I'm stupid. But I'm not as stupid as Alec Baldwin. I, I feel like this is what's going to make him, or, or what should make him shut his fucking mouth. You know, he's, uh, he knows nothing about guns. Nothing about firearms in general. Probably never really fired a real one. And he wants to lecture everyone else on how a firearm functions, what it is, what it can do, what it can't do, how you should and should not be able to use it, all this other horse shit. This really removes his ability to talk about it. Maybe just because I grew up around firearms, I grew up around firearm collectors and shit. If I was in his shoes... And again, I, I hate doing these because the argument would involve having some similar background to me. But if I'm on a set, right? I'll just make it about me. If I'm on a set, exact same situation, right? I would throw a fit. I would demand you replace this gun. Or you get a different 
armorer. And then I would check. Every time I was handed a gun, I would disregard if they told me it was cold or hot. I would open that bitch up, look down the chamber myself, and see if there's anything in it. This is a revolver. I would see what's in the chambers. I would make sure that bitch was empty. If that was me, though. You know, Alec Baldwin, he's a he's an actor. He's, he's used to taking marching orders. The people who gave the marching orders said one thing, and he said, okay, yes, sir. And can you and went on with it. Now, there's a lot of speculations. You know, of course there's going to be speculations. It's Alec fucking Baldwin. You know, if something like this happens, there's going to be a million and one things going on. People have said that he was going on this Trump rant where he was yelling at people or some shit. And it's New Mexico. New Mexico went pretty hard for Trump. 2016 and in 2020. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think he. I don't think he won New Mexico though in 2020. It was a damn close one if I remember correctly. Though you know, one rumor is, and I've heard this from a few people watching like the content I watch on YouTube. You know, there's a few people who are like, oh yeah, he was going on like a Trump rant, and you know he got mad, he was waving the firearm around, and 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 it, the trigger went off, and he shot two people. Right? Could be. Could be. I, I doubt it. And at first, I really put a lot, a lot of credence into that because, you know, I want there to be that, that extra element of, of unhinged, butthurt liberal. I want that. I, I want there to be that. But there's not always that. Sometimes it's just as depressing, black and white as it fucking comes. They were filming a movie. Right? They were filming a movie. This prophet had gone off multiple times. It was a low-budget film. They didn't want to spend the money to get a new piece. No one took the extra steps to, you know, make sure the firearm wasn't a real firearm or to make sure that it wasn't able to actually fire. And instead, they pulled the trigger. Uh, Baldwin pulled the trigger and shot two people who weren't supposed to be where they were. Now, I don't buy the... I don't buy any stories that come out right now. This is a fresh thing still. There needs to be a legal battle, there needs to be an investigation, and what comes out of that will come out of that. But as of right now, there's a lot of parts of the original story, just in what I read right here, that don't line up. A veteran actor on a set, you have to explain to believe that Alec Baldwin is a big fucking dolt. And I think he's pretty ignorant when it comes to a lot of things, especially politics. Like I said, long-time gun-grabbing TDS sufferer. Grumpy old fuck. A lot of people think Alec Baldwin is in real life who he is in uh, 30 Rock. No. No. He's just some angry, butthurt dude whose only joy in life comes from filling his uh, his uh, petite Latino wife up, who's not even really Latino. Anybody remember that story? His wife said, I'm Mexican, Trump's racist, and you know Mexicans hate him. And found out that she's not Mexican at all. It's all like a, a fucking persona. Persona non grata. Yeah. But you expect me to believe that veteran actor Alec Baldwin from an acting family had a firearm that misfired and already caused damage because of shit flying out the barrel previously. On two separate occasions. On the third occasion, didn't think anything about it. Didn't take into account didn't take into account that there was people on the other side of that camera and that this thing's already misfired. And just fire, pull the trigger and kill these two, and kill this one person and hospitalize this other person. You just me, you're starting to just believe that that's how it happened. Sure. 
I don't think there was like a Trump infused uh, rant. I don't think there was a, a Trump supporter who swapped out the gun for a real one or, or put a real live round in on purpose for anything like that. I don't buy that. That's just culture war nonsense seeping into an otherwise tragic story that I'm already kind of desecrating by making jokes about it and the talk about it. But at the same time, you know, I'm not. It's more fun. Right, it's fun to believe. Oh, this Hollywood Democrat went on a rant with a firearm. You know, the guy who always talks about how much guns are evil and killed somebody. La 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 la. There's always gonna be that element there. Where people who want to talk about it, of course. And then you have the other side that's like, oh yeah, Trump supporters caused this. You know, it's their fault. They want to send put a real bullet in the chamber. This isn't Alec Baldwin's fault. When it, it's very clear that there is at least a solid, solid conviction right here. Right, like there's a solid solid argument you made about negligent manslaughter or not neg negligent homicide if you want to talk about it. Now New Mexico has a policy, it, it's like a, a law doctrine where it's like the accidental homicide and it's whereas like in a situation where and I don't know too much about this. It, I was watching Viva Fry on uh Viva Fry and Robert Barnes and they were talking about it. Go check out Viva Fry's channel to One's a, a Montreal litigator, and the other one's an all-around law switchblade, really. He's a multi-tool of the law. He's Robert Barnes is one of the only, he's like one of seven or ten people who can testify in front of the Supreme Court and actually is authorized to practice in front of the Supreme Court and has on multiple occasions. Uh, he's been Alex Jones's lawyer. Robert Barnes is legit. He, he's really good. I, I enjoy his stuff. He's also taking on Tyson Foods right now. Uh, they explain it way better than I do. But basically, in a situation where other, if, if this one rogue element hadn't gone wrong out of your control and there, was, there wouldn't have been a homicide, then there's a good chance you can just walk on the crime. It's like uh, the accidental homicide clause or some shit. I don't I don't know. I don't speak real good legalese. There's some legalese I speak decently well, but this isn't one of them. If it's not legalese around the Constitution, I really couldn't tell you. And I know this is, I know this is, but this is like in the minutiae, like state bureaucracy that I'm just not, my, my hands are, are not dipped in very well. I just, I don't know. The, the, the narrative reeks here. The narrative reeks. It just doesn't seem quite right. I, I don't know how to explain it. Again, I could just be a, a conspiracy theory. It, it's very impossible. But again, when you come back for the next upload after this one goes up, full. But let's just go hop into the next article here. I'm kind of just rambling to fill time. From the New York Times, Alec Baldwin fatally shoots crew member with prop firearm on set, authorities say. The movie's director director of photography was killed, and the director was injured on the set of Rust, a western a sheriff's office in New Mexico set. And his character was named Harland. By Alyssa Lukepit, Lukepat and Michael Levinson. Published October 21st, 2021. Alec Baldwin 
discharge a prop firearm on the set of a western he was making in New Mexico on Thursday, killing the film director of photography and wounding the movie's director, the authorities said. The cinematographer, Galeana Hutchins, 42. Oh, she was so young, too. I, I knew she was young because the picture they showed of her, she, she barely looked like she was in her 30s. But damn, for being in her 40s. I think in early, like, like late 20s, early 30s. That's, that's tragic. That's tragic. The cinematographer, uh, Haleana Hutchins, 42, was killed. And the director, Joel Souza, 48, was injured around 1.50 p.m. on the set of Rust, which is being filmed in Santa Fe County, said Juan Rios, a spokesperson for Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office. Can you take a moment and just address how New Mexican that name is? Juan Rios. Or Juan Rios. But I believe it's called Juan. Yeah, maybe... I don't know, I failed Spanish. The circumstances of the shooting are under investigation. Mr. Rio said the shooting at Bonanza Creek Ranch happened in the middle of the scene that was either being rehearsed or filmed. He said the sheriff's office was interviewing people on the set to determine how the two had been shot. Quote, we're trying to determine right now how and what type of projectile was used in the firearm, he said. Mr. Rio said on Thursday night that the sheriff's office had not filed charges against anyone in connection with the shooting. Ms. Hutchinson, Ms. Hutchins, sorry, was flown to the University of New Mexico Hospital in Albuquerque, where she later died. Mr. Rios and Mr. Souza was taken to Cristus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center in Santa Fe. Mr. Sosa's condition was not immediately available. The film producers and the representative for Mr. Baldwin, 63, did not immediately respond to emails or phone calls on Thursday night. In a statement, the movie's production company, Rust Movie Productions, LLC, said, quote, The entire cast and crew has been absolutely devastated by today's tragedy. And we spent, we send our deepest condolences to Heliana's family and loved ones. We have halted production of the film and are for an undetermined period of time and are fully cooperating with Santa Fe's Police Department's investigation. We will be providing counseling and services to anyone and everyone connected to the film as we work, work to process this awful event. On Thursday morning, Mr. Baldwin posted a photo on Instagram in his film costume, which included what appeared to be a prosthetic wound on his torso. According to Miss Hutchins' website, she originally was from Ukraine and grew up on a Soviet military base in the Arctic Circle. She studied journalism in Ukraine. Ooh, man. Now I want to know what this woman thought about the Hunter Biden story. Holy shit, she studied journalism in Ukraine? <laughs> You know what, boys? Hillary Clinton snuck in there. <laughs> Hunter Biden snuck in on the set, set of Russ and put a live bullet in the round just to make sure that laptop story didn't get didn't get any more coverage. That's my theory. Prove me wrong, libtards. She said journalism in Ukraine and filmed in Los Angeles. 
She called herself a relentless dreamer and an adrenaline junkie. Don't hate me when I say this. She sounds basic as fuck. On her Instagram profile, she posted multiple images this month from the set of Rust, including a video on Tuesday of her riding a horse on her day off. In a statement, John Lindley, a national president of the Internal Cinematographers Guild, and Rebecca Ryan, the organization's national executive director, called Miss Hutchins' death a devastating news. Quote, the details are unclear at this moment, but we are working to learn more, and we support the full investigation into this tragic event. Their statement said, this is a terrible loss, and we mourn the passing of a member of the Guild's family. The statement from the New Mexico Film Office on October 6, Rust Movie Productions, would employ 75 crew members, 22 actors, and 230 background talent. Russ is a movie about a 13-year-old boy who goes on the run with his estranged grandfather after the accidental killing of a local rancher. According to IMDb, the movie, which was set to be filmed this month and next month, is directed by Mr. Souza and stars France, uh, Francis Fisher and Mr. Baldwin. Wow, I mean, for being low budget, those are two good names. Who is also producing the film. The shooting echoed an accidental an accident on the movie set in 1993, in which actor Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, was shot and killed during a scene when a bullet that was lodged in the barrel of the gun was discharged along with a blank cartridge. In 1984, the actor John Eric Hexham accidentally shot himself in the head and died when he pretended to play Russian roulette during a TV scene. That's not like he was pretending. Mr. Baldwin, an Emmy Award-winning actor, has had a long career in movies, plays, and television. One of his best-known roles, he played Jack Donnelly, an obviously domineering, an oblivious domineering TV executive on the sitcom 30 Rock, which ran NBC from 2006 to 2013. It's a great show. He also... Portrayed, yeah, yeah, look at the thumbnail for this one. He also portrayed Donald J. Trump on Saturday Night Live with a custom-made wig, glued on eyebrows, and puckered lips. He and Mr. Trump sometimes sparred on social media. Yeah, man, that Trump curse really fucking slapped you in the dick, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin would always tweet on hunters and, and, and cops, and she'd be like, oh, you're murdering people, you're murderers, you're all horrible individuals, fuck every one of you. And then he tweeted, I wonder what this must feel like to wrongly take an innocent life. I don't know, Baldwin, how does it feel? You can, uh, tell us the answer to your own question now, I guess. Mr. Baldwin also has a history of run-ins with, with the police. In 2014, he was arrested after he wrote his his uh, bicycle the wrong way on 5th Avenue near 16th Street in Manhattan. He was not carrying identification, and the officers who took him into the station house charged him with disorderly conduct after they said he became belligerent. Yeah, he probably got belligerent. like, I? I'm Alec Baldwin. What do you mean you need my ID? Look at my face. I'm Alec Baldwin. Baldwin, damn it. Like, after, like, that's nice. In 2019, Mr. Baldwin pled guilty to harassment 
in Manhattan Criminal Court and agreed to take an anger management course in a deal with producers to dispose of charges that he had assaulted a man during a dispute over a parking spot. Yikes. And that is the end of this article from the New York Times by Elisa Lickpat and Michael Levinson. I think he's more than a thousand percent responsible for this. I'm sorry, look. He had the firearm in his hands. Meaning what comes out of that barrel is his responsibility. I'm... He's a murderer. I can't sit here and say he's not a murderer. Now, I'm saying he's most likely an accidental murderer. I'll put my money on him being an accidental murderer. But he did. Manslaughterer. There you go. But the facts are, we know that this firearm has had accidents on set days leading up to this exact accident happening. We knew what happened. And furthermore, you get these people who are these anti-gun, these angry, Twitter-using actors. These Hollywood elites who are very political in their actions, who are very political in their dialogue, and don't know the first thing about what they're talking about. Alec Baldwin has always gone after guns, has always talked shit about hunters, called death on people, has told hunters that they need to get shot and killed, and now this happens. It's always a thing that leads up to their projection, right? Like, like, like it's a, a constant situation of the left creating their own worst outcomes. And this is something I've talked about on the show before. This is just another example thrown into that camp. Alec Baldwin doesn't know anything about guns, so it's safe to say he never took time to actually learn gun safety. The same people who are so anti-gun are more than happy to get on camera, play a gun-wielding badass, and get paid for it. They're willing to get paid to play with a thing that they say is so evil it needs to be demonized. But when money's involved, they'll play the hero who saves the day with a firearm. Typically, a good guy with a firearm is what stops a bad guy with a firearm in these movies. Yet, when you bring that argument to these same exact actors in real life, when you say the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, they get demonstrably, demonstrously evil and angry about it and want to rip and tear and insult and berate and belittle you for saying that. But their own movies go and show that they will, at least for money, do that exact thing that you're talking to them about right now. And Alec Baldwin, it's safe to say, has never taken any gun safety. That being said, I think he's fully, fully on the line for manslaughter at bare minimum. I'm sorry, there's just this is such an asinine, preventable thing that happened. And no one did anything to prevent it. But uh, I, I want to I want to go over to my favorite human beings on this planet, one of these Earth creatures, one of the finest of these Earth creatures, a man a man named Michael Malice. His Twitter for the last 48 hours on this exact topic has been amazing. He has been doing nothing but trolling and having a good, a good old time, let me tell you. Uh, right here. Someone says, you're still on a, a, a Chief Chris Winters. You're still on this? 
Are you still in grade school? Muggle Mouse responds with, I mean, that is where most shootings take place. <laughs> I love this guy. I wonder when Alec Baldwin <laughs> I wonder when Alec Baldwin will resume shooting. Which of these two do you regard as a bigger problem? Racism or Alec Baldwin with a gun? <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when a woman walked into a film set. She was merely expected to be assaulted by her by the star, not downright murdered. <laughs> I'd rather work with Alec Baldwin than see the front view of this, and it's just Kathy Griffin dancing naked with her tits out to the crowd. Oh, same. Uh, Ben Boskas. It's Trump's fault. Impersonating Trump made Alec Baldwin a killer. Sad. Alec Baldwin is and always will be far closer to Harvey Weinstein than he is to middle America. <laughs> Actor and activist who leveraged their celebrity, uh, their celebrity to restrict people's freedoms deserve contempt, not sympathy. Alec Baldwin demonstrates perfectly that when you trust experts... When it comes to safety, the results are often the precise opposite. Huh. I don't know what we did to have Al Michael Mouse in our life, but I think we should all be very grateful for him. Just past Alec Baldwin at the airport, the customs official asked if he had anything to declare. He started crying. <laughs> yeah, Michael Mouse is the only blue check mark I like. No matter how it started, once an actor kills somebody and faces no consequences, the film is officially classified as a cop movie. Ooh. 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 Oh, that's good. Oh, man. From, uh, Blank. Why do you have to be so mean and hateful? You are alienating someone who has the same views as you on everything that matters. If you see this as being something that really matters to you, then maybe I'm not on your side and I will focus on more important things, to which Michael Malice responds, I don't care if people agree with me or not in the slightest. My relationships are not, particular, are not politically oriented. I care if I like somebody and think they're a good person. And as I told you earlier, no, we are not on the same side, regardless of your whiny ass to the contrary. Michael Mouse is marked safe from Alec Baldwin on set. Oh, man. Can someone explain to me how the incident of a, how an innocent woman being killed is funny without you classifying it as a fucking psychopath? Michael Mouse responds with, that's easy. They played the Benny Hill music when when everyone scrambled and covered, fearing that they would be next. Blank. Same, man. I, I truly am a fan of his. I disagree with him on minor culture issue, minor cultural issues. And he went full scorched earth on me. Crazy, honestly. And he replied with, just disagree. Or Michael Mouse replied, replied with, just disagree. You are lying about a tweet that everyone can read for themselves. That is why you are such a terrible person. Oh, man. My podcast does ten times your traffic, you jealous bitch.
<laughs> Michael! Michael, be nice. Uh, blank replies. You're, uh, you're going too far. Really sad seeing what the internet did to you. Really makes me want to reconsider how many times, how much time I spent on here with you. Michael Malice sent a picture of Pocahontas and it says, bye, bitch. And then Blank comes back for more! Ugh! Oh. Anti-war Christian. I don't know how you get these sick burns so quickly. Michael Malice. Adrenochrome. Ugh. Oh. Listen, just, you guys need to do yourself a favor and just go read the Michael Malice Twitter. And special thanks at the end of the episode from SMX on YouTube. Go uh, give them a subscription, guys. It's Gunfighter Battles with Alec Baldwin.